0: If scriptures could receive Academy Awards, this week's scripture would definitely be a nominee. I mean, look at it. There is so much going on in this scripture. We have wonderful characters. We have special effects. We have characters coming from the past as Moses and Elijah make an appearance. There is so much going on here. It's very active and very exciting and very visual. In fact, there's so much going on here it would be easy for us to get all caught up in the special effects and miss the spiritual effects. Miss the message that's trying to get through. In fact, I think perhaps the most important word in this scripture could easily get missed and lost in all the drama. It's the word listen. Ever since the Just Us ensemble sang last week, that song's been going through my head. Hush, somebody's calling your name. Hush, somebody's calling your name. Listen. Listen is a huge piece of creating a life that matters. And in creating a life that matters, it's incredibly important that we listen to the one voice above all voices that matter. There are so many voices around us, voices telling us to go here, do this, voices telling us who to be and how to be voices that try to invite us to please everyone around us voices calling for our attention this scripture is inviting us to listen to a voice but the voice that doesn't call us away from who we are but to who we really are this scripture is a powerful moment and one of the chief symbols in this scripture is a Powerful symbol that means to listen. It's a symbol about guidance. It's a symbol of a cloud. Anytime you see a cloud in Scripture, it means pay attention. In the Hebrew Scriptures, the cloud is what guided the Israelites through the wilderness. When Jesus was baptized, a cloud was also very evident and present in that Scripture. And just like in today's Scripture, the cloud opened and a voice came from the cloud. If you remember, on the first Sunday in January, we began this series and we talked about what came out of the cloud that day. The voice that came out of the cloud was the voice of the Spirit at Jesus' baptism saying, This is my Son, the beloved, and with him I am well pleased. Today's Scripture, it's a very similar message. This is my son, the beloved, or this is the one who is chosen. But rather than saying, this is the one with whom I am well pleased, there's a different message at the end. And that different message at the end is, listen, listen to him, and you'll discover what really matters. Listen to Jesus. This scripture today is a turning point in the life of the disciples, including Peter, Years later, after Jesus lived and died and rose again, Peter found himself reflecting back on this moment. It was a moment so transformative, he could never forget it. And in Second Peter, he reflects on today's scripture. He reflects on this moment in his life. I was curious about what Peter had to say at that moment. And here is what he had to say about this moment on the mountain.
1: We did not cleverly devise fables when we taught you of the power and coming of our Savior Jesus Christ, we ourselves saw the majesty of our Savior. For Jesus was honored and glorified by our Creator God when the voice of the majestic glory spoke out, This is my own, whom I love, and with whom I am well pleased. We heard this ourselves, this voice from heaven, when we were with Jesus on the holy mountain, Moreover, we have the prophetic word, which is even more certain. Depend on it for your own good as a light shining in the dark until first light breaks and the morning star rises in your heart.
0: Mm. I love that image. The morning star rising in your heart. The message here is be transformed from the inside out. Be transformed to new life, new vision, new light. Listening will help you to see in a whole new way. What I love about this scripture is that when the disciples had this moment on the mountain, this moment where the cloud opened and the voice came and told them to listen to Jesus, how after that moment their lives were transformed in a way that they were able to heal and teach And follow Jesus on his journey to do the work of God. Listening to the voice that matters creates lives that matter. Lives that matter to the community. Lives that matter beyond. When we really listen, it transforms how we see ourselves and how we see other people. That's one of the key things going on in this scripture is a transformation of attitude and approach and the way we live.
1: When, by God's grace, we've been able to leave behind all our own doing and planning and thinking, we simply abide with God in peace. And deep within us we hear, not in words, but in experience, this affirmation, This is my beloved child. Listen. Yes, this beloved child is Christ Jesus, yet Christ Jesus also is each of us. We know in this experience that we who have been baptized into Christ are in fact one with Christ. We know not only how beautiful is Christ our Savior transfigured, yet also how beautiful we are in the sight of the Creator who is so lovingly bringing us forth in Christ. And we learn to listen ever more deeply. As Luke tells us in today's Gospel, when the mountaintop experience came to an end, the disciples saw only Jesus. The journey to what really matters is one of faithfully following Jesus no matter how difficult it may be. The journey to a life that matters is seeking ever greater understanding and union with Christ until we are brought beyond ourselves into the very experience of God and of a love who is God's own spirit. The fruit of this experience is that we now see Jesus, the beloved, in ourselves and in all others.
0: Mm. Seeing beyond ourselves, seeing beyond the superficial, seeing beyond circumstances and problems, seeing that deep transformative love that helps us see ourselves and each other in different and powerful ways. Listen, it'll change how you see. The second thing that comes through in this passage is that listening is not something we just do for a moment. It's not just something we do once. This is a season of epiphany, and with epiphany we think of this great revelation. And sometimes I think we live our lives trying to wait for some big breakthrough, some big revelation. And when it comes, we want to just hold on to that revelation and say, I finally got it. I finally have what I need. Now my life is going to be focused and my life is going to be perfect. And everything's going to be just great because I've had my epiphany. I've had my moment. Woo! Here we are. Here we go. It's great. Well, what happens in this scripture is that Peter actually has that kind of moment. And it's such a wonderful moment that he wants to just be in that moment and never lose that moment. He wants that moment to last forever. So he actually tries to take that moment and contain it. If you look at your scripture there, what he does is he tries to build three tents. His idea is to take that moment and turn it into a monument, memorialize it. I mean, Jesus is there, Moses is there, Elijah is there. It's finally how he wants it. He doesn't want that moment to change. And what happens is it becomes clear that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Life is not like that. I mean, we sometimes live that way. We finally get the relationship we're looking for, and we want it to be just like it, like it is at that, at that moment when we're on that first date and everything's wonderful and glowing. We want to just hold on to that. But then comes, well, the second date's usually pretty good too. It, it's like the, the seventh <laughs> or the eighth. It's just like on down the road that it starts getting getting rough. <laughs> it, it's like we want to get everything. Built up in our life and perfect. It, it, it's like those, those games where you try to build it higher and higher. And you're like, don't move or it'll fall. What this scripture is saying is we can't put life into that kind of box. So yes, listening helps us to see ourselves and to see people and God in different ways. But the other point is, it, it, it's, it's not like we just get all that information and can hold on to it. The idea is we have to keep listening. When we receive a truth from God, we can't stop and build a monument to that truth. We have to let that truth continue to grow and continue to evolve. In other words, we have to come down from the mountain and live that truth moment by moment. So the scripture is saying, listen always. Keep listening. What God is saying to you at this moment today may be the truth you need at this exact moment. And yes, it may even change your life. But it doesn't mean to stop listening tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow you may wake up and find that the truth you received today is expanded even further. So keep listening. I love that last line in the Scripture today because the disciples are speechless. They're overwhelmed by it. Something they didn't expect had happened. And they couldn't even verbalize it anymore. But they lived it. They went down from the mountain living lives that mattered. Offering healing. Following Jesus. Changing the word moment by moment by moment. So listen. It'll change your view of God, yourself and others. But keep listening because there is more truth to come. Listen every moment. Listen, listen, and keep on listening.
1: Listen to the voice that interrupts Peter and brings peace. Listen for dear life. Listen to words of forgiveness and mercy. Listen to promises of paradise. Listen to words from the cross. Listen without ceasing. Listen on the edge of glory. Listen on the brink of death. Listen when darkness closes in. Listen when cures and healing are beyond our powers. Listen when the shine on a loved one's face comes from tears in the fluorescent lights of intensive care. Listen to the voice that urges you to follow on. Mm. Listen always.
0: Those moments of joy and those moments of pain. There is something coming through in every moment if we'll simply listen for it. In our scripture today, one of the things I noticed is that the disciples, when they first got up to the mountain, weren't expecting anything to happen. In fact, it looks like they were bored and they fell asleep. And yet God woke them up and awakened them to glory. Surprised them. I believe that this Scripture today is offering a similar possibility to us. It's easy to come to church every Sunday and expect nothing new to happen, no new truth to be revealed. It's easy to come to church and find ourselves lulled into that kind of sleep that's described here in this Scripture. Yet I also believe that moment where they were awakened into glory can be our moment as well. And I am so audacious today as to believe that God has a message for every single one of us today. God's always trying to break through and speak. For some of us, that message may be dramatic and life-changing. For others, it may be life-evolving. For others, it may just be a simple message of encouragement. But I think the point is not just to talk about listening today but to actually do it. To give us a chance right here to see what message God might have for us at this moment. So, I'd invite you to take just a moment to get comfortable. I think that there is great power when we listen to God alone, that God wants to speak to us in solitude. But imagine what happens when you bring lots of people together at the same time and they all begin to listen at once. What if we really believe, and I do believe, that God would begin to work at this moment in every single person here offering a message? Imagine the power of that. I believe that God wants to work right now. We live in a noisy world. This may be the quietest moment you have all week. So let's take a moment to be open. If you're comfortable, just close your eyes. Put aside all the distractions of the week that's just passed. For a moment don't think about anything that you may be doing later today. Just be present to this open moment. That day the disciples weren't expecting God to speak and God did. They were changed forever. God, now we're expecting you to speak, to give each one of us the message that we need at this moment. Listen. Hush. Someone's calling your name. come to realize in this moment that the one message we all have in common now is that God's calling each one of us God is inviting us don't be afraid of the invitation you are now discovering that God's voice is saying to you trust trust that your life will matter listen to God's call it's not going to be easy to listen to God's call because your insecurity your self-doubt and your great need for affirmation make you lose trust in your inner voice but trust it know that God speaks to you through your inner voice and you will find joy and peace if you follow it. The voice you are hearing now is a voice that speaks the truth. Affirm what it says. Let that voice become clearer and louder. Trust it. And stay faithful to God's call. God, only you know what you're doing in our hearts at this moment. Help each one of us now to follow the call you've given us. To trust you. To trust you to guide and to lead. And may this moment lead to other holy moments. Moments that will change our lives towards you into ever-deepening love. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on us as individuals. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on this, your church. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on your world and hear the prayers of your people who pray.
1: Amen. Amen.